0: to the televerse streaming in place gravity falls hello and welcome back to streaming in place uh this is kate calls and i'm joined by the right amount of green lightning noel kirkpatrick excellent choice there for a name noel and uh i mean bottomless pit Alison shoemaker i don't i'm bad at this (sighs) exclamation point right it's all about the you know how about the enthusiasm, um, Kate
1: calls it truth ache.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, we are <laughs> talking about Gravity Falls season one episodes thirteen and fourteen, Boss Mabel and Bottomless Pit, and so let's just start with again called it Allison. Yes, there was less glitter than I anticipated for Boss Mabel, but there was some. Um, but from Stan, so yeah. that's the subversion there but otherwise the rest of the episode is pretty much what you would expect what did you think of of these episodes allison and uh our introduction to the bottomless pit i like how they explain how the people come out of the pit but they had they spend no energy explaining what happens to the stuff
2: <laughs> that didn't occur to me until right now that box of secrets um, and now i can't see anything back. else <laughs> you've just ruined my day kate um <laughs> i thought that both of these episodes were pretty great um there, there were little moments here and there that maybe you know sat a little icily with me, um, but the episodes were so good overall that it's really hard to just. I mean, it's really easy to just sort of like hand wave those away. Um, I also am just feeling incredibly gratified, so that's always nice. Mm-hmm. I uh, apparently am on a, like, we're I'm, I'm just really killing the Gravity Falls prediction game. Where was I when this was coming out? Um, I missed my big shot at, I don't know what, spoiling television shows for children. Um, <laughs> I thought they were both great. I like that they both went in directions we didn't expect. Um, But The Bottomless Pit in particular, I'm really excited to talk about because it's one of my favorite sort of TV episode forms um, and also just an incredibly cool, very simple piece of animation, which I think is like... Really neat, and I had the best time uh, sort of watching and thinking about it and being surprised. So I've been looking forward to talking about these two since I watched them yesterday. Ooh, I was about and, to say, uh, for a whole
1: 10 minutes, you've been waiting to discuss this episode.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. I specifically watched with your friend and mine, Keenan, yesterday. It, separately but i watched them yesterday and then was so delighted that i forgot to text you called it and then realized it this morning i was like you know what that's fine i'll just tell I'm them just, I'm, I'm just gonna see them <laughs> at 1 30 anyway um i'll just quote in person that'll be great um yeah i uh i'm very into both of those and i'm excited to talk about them what about you are they do they live up to your initial memories am i high on these on in my own corner how, yeah, Kim, do, how did you feel, feel?
0: Um, I thought that they were solid and fine. I I enjoyed them. I think I, with me for Gravity Falls, I've just been having a lot of fun with it. But the the aspect of the show and the element or the version of the show that I am the most excited about is something that hasn't happened yet. It's like a a gear it gets into that apparently gets into much later (laughs) than I remembered. So we will get there. And so I'm trying to just enjoy the ride. But um,
1: Kate's tired of all these standalones. She's ready for more mythology episodes.
0: It's not even it's not even that. I remember like we get a little bit of it here, but their music becomes more prominent. It's not like every episode or anything like that. It's not like a Steven Universe situation, but there are more songs later there. There are certain serialized elements and characters that become more prominent. Um, so and I I know that they aren't those elements don't happen until later and that's part of why they're so impactful. But I I, I want to watch them now. <laughs> so
2: so so in that respect it's sort of like a like a mm-hmm. situation where I'm really digging it because I don't know how much yeah. better it gets and the two of you are like, yeah, you yeah,
0: yeah. I, I mean that's that's sort of Save how your enthusiasm. I feel about it. I don't know how do you feel about it, Noel?
1: No, I'm sort of enjoying like I've said uh for multiple times at this point Um, rediscovering the show basically for the first time since when i watched it originally it was just such a mess in the scheduling then some of it sticks better than others so being able to watch it in order is kind of a delight and not going wait did i miss an episode i did because that episode aired a month ago and i wasn't paying attention um so this is a lot of like fun both catch-up but also a degree of being able to see the show in its entirety as opposed to sort of being the blind person touching all the pieces of the elephant and trying to come up with what this is which is sort of what my experience was the first time watching this i get to do it all without touching the individual pieces so I've, I'm enjoying that and so no I was also very high on both of these episodes but I was very excited about bottomless pit because like Allison it is my one of my favorite types of episode formats. I love a good let's just do three little short stories and save our budget by having four of our characters fall in a black void that we don't actually have to do a lot of animation on.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like the animated
1: version it's like a it's like animators bottle episode. Even more so than some... Because most animation is sort of a bottle episode because they have a lot of those assets, like, made. Um, it's when they do go to different locations that you're just like, oh, that's expensive. It's why when they rebooted Archer to do, like, a whole new premise that everyone was like, but but, but we have this office already. We spent so much money on this office. And you want us to just do new locations every episode? No, Adam. No. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no animation's weird in their budget type of stuff but yes no this is even more so then it's just like we can just black void it <laughs> i feel like in case there are um listeners
2: who who somehow are listening to a daily television podcast but don't know what a bottle
1: episode is or what you can read allison's about, book and find out we don't need to explain it <laughs> you can expect- because you should read allison's that's book amazing. instead that's amazing
2: I wasn't even thinking of it in that context, but yes, you can find out and how t v can make you smarter by allison choose available um, wherever books are but beyond sold. That, um yeah, just go buy the book instead please yes but but let me go ahead and undermine myself by saying that uh, this one in particular oh No, that's not how capitalism works allison <laughs> I know I know I'm really bad at capitalism though is the thing it's the it's like i'm on my birthday I like to give other people presents it's like i'm I'm that person um no, i I will say that, like there's a very specific example of this form in our recent episode viewing history, and that we've got tales mm-hmm. of bossing say floating there mm-hmm. in the background. um although I don't know that that one was particularly cost saving, no. it is a sort of um like Weinsburg, Ohio co- collection of maybe thematically related, maybe loosely narratively related, but really independent. Um, clever, sometimes pretty emotional short stories. Um, and they can do this in live action television as well, although it's much harder. Um, but you see it, li- I mean, obviously The Simpsons have done it, has done it many times. Um, it's uh, its always really great to see, and um, especially when it's pulled off well, which I think it is here. Um, and the framing device is for me what really makes it.
1: But I'm sure we'll yeah. get there. Yeah, so let's talk about Boss Mabel, Mabel Boss.
0: Yeah, Boss Mabel. uh, Marcus says, I would have expected Mabel to be much more happy painting the glitter. Um, Yes. Were we surprised that Stan's the one more focused on the glitter? And also, were we surprised at how long it took, uh, or, or how the fact that it required a lesson for... Uh, dipper to realize that actual magic is terrifying <laughs> and not great at your roadside attraction uh, what, what did we think about Mabel's time you know in the big chair and the, the even bigger shoulders shoulder pads oh God, The shoulder pads
1: I appreciated the runner of she learned everything she needed to know about business without even trying from a book from 1983 um that was just beautiful and perfect um and explained the shoulder pads it explained the milkshake water cooler which I desperately desperately need um I feel like it is a terrible idea from a health perspective
0: yeah I just think but... we're having to wash it you know just like if it's in the dairy spoilage like
1: yeah no but I'm okay with it I'm i I'll, I'll risk it I'll risk it for on-demand milkshakes. <laughs> um, in tiny little plastic, uh, paper cups,
0: Dixie um, cups yeah.
1: but yeah so I think that all of that was really really great but I liked how like there's a little bit of a lesson of Mabel finding like the boundaries of silliness almost really to kind of loop back to the um, irrational treasure mm-hmm. that yeah you can be as fun and loose as you want but when you're in charge of people you do kind of have to give them parameters because otherwise they'll just wreck the store or they will get lost in the woods and potentially be raised by wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, God, the questiony. <laughs> questy, the question mark. Mm-hmm. just wasn't executed well. No. Uh, so I think that that piled with Stan's game show appearance, which that is not how game shows work. <laughs> Episodes don't appear as, as they're being aired. Um, so I think that there's a lot of good stuff in that episode, but it's just, it's a lot of fun watching Mabel slowly have to reincorporate understandings of how the world works. So like, it's a good growing episode for Mabel, uh, after a run of Dipper centered episodes. It's really nice to get this little bit of a break from her. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, and you know, she's learning a valuable lesson, which is her management style only works if her employees are as invested as she is. Right. Yeah. And Wendy is not invested. <laughs> right,
1: no, absolutely not. Uh,
0: She should have led with, he's going to have to do an apology dance. And then they would have been super, you know, on task.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. So,
0: so uh, yeah, the, the and, and also some things sound like a great idea on paper, like question, the question mark, and need editing. <laughs> they need yes, but instead of yes, and. um, And so, so the, the, there are some valuable lessons here. And I also liked the... Th- like the thread of uh, the nightmare of you have become your father and she's become Grunkle Stan. Like, you know, you don't want to go too far in that direction. You still want to be Mabel with the stickers. Keenan says, Keenan and Marcus are joining us here today in the chat. Keenan says, I don't know if stickers were new for Mabel with this episode, but they were so silly and please me. Delightful, very on brand, even if I don't think we, I think you're right. I think this is our first like official stickering as a subplot kind of part of it. Um, but they're very on brand for, for Mabel. Um, so, like, y- you could go too far. She so could correct too far. But I I don't think we have to worry about that too much because there is a good sense of equilibrium that they reach. Uh, Allison, what, what did you think of Mabel's management style? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, well, I've worked a lot of retail. So... Um... I can tell you firsthand as not a Wendy, I'm too much of a Hermione to ever be a Wendy, but as a person who has worked for many, many retail managers, um, Grunkle Stan is bad, but Mabel's are also really bad because you don't want a manager to be your friend. You just want them to be your manager. And it gets very confusing and uncomfortable when they're just trying to be cool. Um, Like things go very badly. And then the, and then they're trying to manage you and you can't tell. Um, like right, it just really sucks. So, uh, so I was delighted that that was the way they went. Um, I figured that she wouldn't be an immediate success because she is a 12 year old. Um, why on earth would she be good at this? Um, but I, but I really like that her biggest issue was a the outdated book, but also, um, that she course corrected specifically too much from what Uncle Stan, Grunkle Stan was doing rather than this is my management style it was i'm gonna do the opposite of what grunkle stan would do and that's gonna be great and then of course it's not because you've got to find like neither i mean the real thing is that there shouldn't be a business and neither of them <laughs> should be running it um and that would really solve it but i i very much appreciated that that was the sort of subversion that we went with um although the the topper obviously being um that i'm turning into my father bit which was just an incredible joke just really like just really really what a great reveal and what a great use of three
1: seconds <laughs> Like, just really i really like good. that they're both turning um, into stan though is like dippers dressing like stan yes. with the eye patch and everything and the hair slicked back i'm just like why is it why are we why are they split why are they why is it multiplying I, <laughs> like i'd seen this episode before but in the back of my brain i was just like what if they all became stan What if all four of them became Stan?
0: The world, uh, that's too many Stans. Yeah. It's too many Stanfords in the world. Uh, yeah. The world's barely managing with one,
2: so. I am also the person who would definitely say, why do we have all these fake exhibits when there are real exhibits in the woods? And then just implement that change without thinking (laughs) it through or asking why it hadn't been done before or testing it out. That would absolutely, absolutely be me. So, um... So I felt that too. Well,
0: uh, Keenan and Marcus, if you have any final thoughts on on Boss Mabel, throw it in the chat. No, I do
1: have one final thought though. It's just like I do appreciate Mabel's dedication to a um, friendly workplace, and that the goblin got a five minute break <laughs> because it, it, it's an employee too. So here's your key out of your cage. So you know that that's good. That's good. That's good management.
0: <laughs> I, I enjoy that the. The final word was please and he said, mm-hmm. Oh no, of course, gimme two M's. It's like that's that's five letters. <laughs> it's
2: not six letters. Should have gotten it, if only for that reason. And then it's a it's a it's a magic keyword. Yeah. <laughs> pabracadabra It's very good. It's very good so satisfying. <laughs> well,
0: our, our second episode is Bottomless Pit. Uh, Marcus says, I remember Bottomless Pit, and I caught things like it being mentioned in the tra- Time Traveler's Pig, so as we, like, are going back and watching, and this is Marcus's at least second time going through, yeah, there's certain of these things that will be referenced, and then if you know they're coming ahead, you can in- pick up the references, but, uh, yeah, the, I, I'm so surprised that y'all didn't, like, clock the, but what about all the stuff? Because that was immediately what I thought of, and <laughs> there's no like maybe they go into some other like pocket like maybe maybe there's somebody who's like you know like in Chicago you put stuff out and then it just disappears right maybe there's somebody who like checks the bottomless pit like pokes like opens the door to the bottomless pit is like oh there's a sofa coming through we could use the sofa like i i want to know where all the stuff is um but that's also just I think says more about how pedantic I am watching things um did you guys have a favorite of the the mini I always think of the Grables. we talked about the this this uh story form um and, and especially in animation a- adventure times uh are always just right up there for me um which of these stories did you most appreciate
1: I love any kind of like voice change performance type deal especially in animation though where when you're even when you're like as few episodes in as we are where you're just like yes no that that is that voice for that character anything else is wrong um and so watching that happen in voiceover makes me very very happy uh so that's probably my favorite but i also like the the very long walk that we go to get, Oh, that was for the voice actor. That was for the voice over voice. You need this one. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just like, Oh, that's so good. And so unnecessary, but I don't care because it's very funny. Um, so that kind of thing. And then tying that into a, um, whatchamacallit, tying that into a puberty tween teen sort of narrative as well. Um, I think also really works for the rest of it um, for like character development and thematic type work. They've already done with Dipper. Um, I wanted to like truthache more, but you can only go so dark <laughs> <laughs> and there's so much more darkness lurking in stand that we have to pull back. I feel like um, before we can do anything really scary, truthful. So instead we have to do, I've got a mole. <laughs> Um, so, but yeah, so I think that voiceover is probably my favorite.
2: Yeah, I think mine is too, although I really have a soft spot for Seuss's really great pinball uh-huh. story. Um i i I just found that one to be very simple and charming, right? Like a like a sort of ultimate example of this kind of story where you get to do a thing that could never sustain an entire episode if you tried to do a whole episode it would be a disaster, but as five or six minutes, it's perfect. Um, So I really enjoyed that. But yeah, I think voiceover is, um, is really wonderful. So I think I agree with Noel. What about you, Kate? Uh,
0: Yeah, I think the, I, 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 what I've appreciated is that they each fit the character so well. Like it's very much a Mabel story and, and Grunkle Stan, but like, Mabel's idea, right, and very much a Dipper story, very much a Sue's story. Um, we should shout out some of these voice actors. A. Smith Harrison is deep voice Dipper, and Gregor Griffin is female voice Stan. Of course, we will, you know, that's another Avatar connection, because of course she voiced uh, Azula. Um, and then uh, the John DiMaggio is the cowboy skeleton, and and uh, there's there's a, just there's a bunch of really fun vocal performances here. But, um, yeah, I guess I would give it to the premise I'm most interested in is is the the truthache. but I think I think voiceover probably goes in the best narration, and I actually enjoyed, I think the pinball one the most if I turn off my brain with the Native American scoring and stuff that they do, which does fit for Seuss and for that style of pinball machine. this doesn't feel like a stretch, but it's also completely not necessary. But, uh, I think it was a good balance between the different episodes. And, like, just how quickly the truth teeth are a bad idea is delightful. It's, it's not like it take... It's not like you, in this narrative normal you get, like, see, it's better. See, it's better. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's a little questionable. Oh, oops, what have I done? And then escalated stakes to, to we're all gonna die or something. And I like that just immediately. It's like, well, I didn't want to know that about Stan. But, uh... But it's it's okay, right? It's like the very first bits of truth they're getting from Stan are not what they needed to hear about scratching. Um, so yeah, is it's a it's a good balance, I think. Um, Keenan says the only bummer about voiceover is the button, which isn't great. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was not 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 super in love with that. But um, the well, and also they don't resolve. I mean, also again, just separately on a pedantic level, they don't resolve how they fix it. Or I guess, are
1: they making up stories? Or are these supposed to have actually happened? The, at least the truth one happened. Um, so, like, the, they're, they even call that out of, like, wait, no, that's... We we just did this, like, literally two minutes ago before we fell into this pit.
0: Yeah, um, okay. So. so I
1: think see, they all happened.
0: Okay, yeah, so they don't, you know, solve, like, how it was supposed to be permanent and what happens, but uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, I think, a good blend of Of different energies and yeah and 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 again you don't
1: know that that's true you don't know that that didn't happen for stan
0: (laughs) (laughs) um the other thing a robot
1: for the kids
0: (laughs) for the kids you know um the uh (laughs) the other thing that we've already mentioned is i do really love the specifics of the animation of them falling and the the detail that they put into that and the care um yeah it's it's pretty fun Yeah. any final thoughts on
2: Well, that's actually my favorite part. Like, my favorite story in The Bottomless Pit is actually The Bottomless Pit um, because it's so simple and so clever and particularly Mabel with the glow, like, breaking the glow stick and then it just goes up and then Stan trying to do card tricks. Like, just, they really milked this very simple idea for all it was worth in a way I found very satisfying. Like, now I just want there to be... I want it to be like Treehouse of Horrors. I want them to jump in the bottomless pit once once a season. I know there are only two seasons. Whatever. Indulge me. Um, just so that we can see what new, like, ha- hair changes. And if that, if there's, if, what happens if one of them turns upside down. And, like, all kinds of, I want to see all
1: that stuff.
0: Definitely. Noel, do you have any final thoughts on our bottomless pit?
1: <sighs> no, I do not. No, I don't.
0: I did, again, enjoy just, like, Dan just falling through the credits <laughs> again just like <laughs> okay, gonna be here a while it's delightful it's very fun well keenan and marcus if you have any final thoughts throw them in the chat uh our next two episodes that we're going to talk about next week on monday are season one episodes 15 and 16 we have the deep end and carpet diem
2: so good <laughs> <laughs> The Venn diagram of Legends episode Mm -hmm. titles and Gravity Falls episode titles... Oh, they would get along great uh, on the... the Comes together. Yeah. Yeah. Comes together at Carpet Diem. That, I'm surprised, is not an episode of Legends of Tomorrow yet. Um, Okay. The Deep End... Hmm. I'm guessing that maybe (sighs) Dipper... And Mabel, but specifically Dipper, decides to demand some answers about all of the mysteriousness. And then Grunkle Stan has to sort of bring them into whatever is going on behind his secret door and um, with the books and with all of that stuff so that it's the, the deep end they get thrown into the deep end. Um, it's the name of the episode, <laughs> it's the deep end. Um, and then, uh, what was the other one? Carpet gun. My brain. Carpet DM right. Um so uh seize the carpet. Um flying carpet? Flying carpet episode? Okay. That's my Flying Ford Anglia by mm-hmm. but it's a flying carpet. That's what I'm that's that's my guess. Okay. Um
0: Noel, anything anything spoiler free you'd like to share or looking forward to?
2: I'm
1: Do you remember? I things? do remember one of them. I was looking at the episode list and going like Oh, but I remember episode seventeen much better. <laughs> um so yes. yeah. I'm
0: excited for episode seventeen. I'm
1: very excited about episode seventeen. Um, yeah. but I I am I'm looking forward to both of these. I don't remember um whatchamacallit, uh the deep end particularly well, but I do remember carpet diem, and I'm excited about carpet diem as well because it also has one of my favorite things mm-hmm. in these kinds of narratives.
0: Yeah. So I will second that. Yeah, there's fun. I And I particularly, Elson, when you watch these, I look forward to your texts as you react to your your predictions and called it call dishes and such. Um, yes. So you'll have to text.
2: I'll, I'll just notice that no one is drinking anything right now.
0: Oh, I, I have been drinking through this whole thing. Thanks,
2: Noel. Oh, God, the streak continues. I'm just killing it. Yeah, I'm killing, you're killing it. you killing something. I look forward to texting you at 11 o'clock on Monday.
0: (laughs) Well, and we will wrap up for the week right there. And thank you, Keenan and Marcus, for joining us and hanging out in the chat. Hope you enjoyed these episodes and hope you enjoy the next ones. And we'll be back next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.